0: I am now offering professional development for pre-K through 8th grade educators, both in-person and virtually. For more information about pricing and scheduling, go to learnwithdreemily.com slash schools to get started. Welcome to Learn with Dr. Emily, the podcast where parents and teachers come together for neurodivergent youth. I'm your host, Dr. Emily King, child psychologist and former school psychologist, and I am on a mission to help everyone understand that nurturing neurodivergent children isn't about changing them, but about changing us. Each week, I share my thoughts on topics related to child development, mental health, parenting, education, and parent-teacher collaboration. You can read more on my Substack at learnwithdremily.substack.com or listen here. So let's get started with today's topic. Today, we're going to figure out whether or not you feel like your child is ready for kindergarten. So specifically, I'm going to talk about neurodivergent children today and questions to consider. And one of the hardest decisions parents make for their child is when to start kindergarten. A generation ago, parents didn't think much about this. If your child was five years old before the cutoff date for your public school district, then it was time to go to kindergarten. However, kindergarten over the years has become less play-based and more academic-based. And this has generally been occurring over the last 15 to 20 years. And as we learn more about the importance of a child's ability to self-regulate before any learning can happen, parents are starting to think twice about sending their children To kindergarten, especially if they have a history of self-regulation, difficulties with impulse control or emotional control, or attention weaknesses that can come along with an autism diagnosis, ADHD, or sensory processing differences. But before we go any further, I want to talk a little bit more about the fact that it is a privilege to even have this choice, and also about the fact that we really should be preparing kindergarten for our kids and not the other way around. So I'll talk briefly about the latter first. Over the years, as kindergarten has become less play-based, I do believe the pendulum is eventually going to swing back in the other direction. There's been a push ever since we've talked more about testing over the last 20 to 30 years to get kids reading earlier, but we know from research that kids' brains learn to read when kids' brains learn to read, and not because earlier exposure is going to get them there faster, generally speaking. Some kids are early readers, and that's because their brain is into it and is wired to read at that age. But pushing academics is not the answer, and we're learning more and more about that, as well as the importance of play and making social predictions that can actually make reading comprehension stronger later on because social comprehension has been practiced and experienced more often when kids are four and five. So keep some of those things in mind. There are bigger issues that we have to solve about kindergarten, but today is really just to talk through if you are in a situation where you feel like your child is not ready for the kindergarten that you are touring or the kindergarten that you know is is available in your area and you're starting to think maybe my child could use another year of growing and developing and practicing really social and emotional skills the other piece of this i want to address before we get into details is privilege i want to be clear that being able to even have the choice for an extra year of preschool is a privilege Some families send their children to kindergarten when they're old enough simply because they need to stop paying for preschool. Some parents need to return to work rather than stay home one more school year with their child. Some school districts only provide services through an individualized education plan or an IEP in the elementary school building. So if your child has turned five by that birthday cutoff in your school district and they're receiving services through an IEP, that might be the only way that your child can continue receiving services is to go ahead and enroll in kindergarten. These are all important questions to ask when you're registering your child for kindergarten at your local elementary school, because these details differ by school district, and the last time I checked, there were 16,800 school districts in America, and they all do things slightly differently. So all of this is to say that for families who can afford to access one more year of preschool or one more year of their child staying home, deciding if this is the right thing to do for your child can be a tough decision. So what exactly is kindergarten readiness? Kindergarten readiness actually has little to do with a child's ability to sound out words, write their name, or count to 100. Early educators often share that the most helpful skills to have when entering kindergarten are independence, problem-solving, and emotional regulation skills. As you can imagine, many parents of young children who have been diagnosed with autism, ADHD, anxiety, or sensory processing differences feel pretty cautious about sending their child to elementary school for these reasons. They may have really strong academic skills, But if it's difficult to stay emotionally regulated in a group with all the sights and sounds and transitions that happen in a big elementary school, it's going to give parents pause. There is a reason that kindergarten is not first grade. Historically speaking, children started elementary school with first grade. But as states began offering grants to schools who added a kindergarten program in the 1960s and 70s, districts started establishing kindergarten classrooms. To this day, kindergarten is not even required in some states. In my home state of North Carolina, attending school is only required from ages 7 to 16. And I want to make a very clear point that we know from developmental and educational research that early education prior to age seven is highly recommended and predicts positive outcomes for students. I just shared the history here to remind everyone that parents do have some flexibility and how they support young children, depending on where you live and your circumstances. So with this flexibility in mind, Parents raising neurodivergent children have multiple factors to consider when deciding when to send their child to kindergarten. I want to say hi to all the teachers out there learning with me. Thank you so much for being an educator. I see you and appreciate you and how you keep showing up for our students every single day. In my work as a school psychologist, I know that it helps to have a way to stay organized when thinking about your students' needs. That's why I created two free resources for you. The regulation roster helps you notice how your students seek emotional regulation and keep track of it. And the reframing behavior worksheet helps you problem solve emotional dysregulation when it happens. For these free downloads, go to learnwithdremily.com slash roster or learnwithdremily.com slash reframing behavior to get started. Here are my most frequently asked questions that I get from parents who are questioning, is my kid ready? Number one, is your child a young five or an old five? So a few months doesn't seem to matter much to adults, but six to nine months in the life of a child that age who has only had four trips around the sun can make a huge difference. Most birthday cutoffs are somewhere between August 31st and December 31st depending on where you live. So children born June through August tend to be thought of as being quote-unquote young for their grade. These are the parents of these kids who most often consider waiting a year. It's also important to consider your child's temperament. Are they more comfortable leading or following in social situations? So for instance, if you imagine as they get older, are they going to be more comfortable being the oldest or youngest? Imagine this older version of your child And how would they feel about being the oldest or youngest among their peers? For children diagnosed with autism, parents might consider their child's communication, emotional regulation, and social skills when deciding on starting kindergarten, even if they have a fall or spring birthday, and even if they are reading because many children— with an autism diagnosis can be early readers. Some of them don't fully understand what they're reading. So their reading comprehension is not the same as their decoding or reading skills. So this is something important to talk to your preschool teacher about. So they're considering possibly giving their child one more year of social experience in preschool just for extra practice. Okay, number two, can your child dress and feed themselves independently? Throughout the school day, it's incredibly helpful Most teachers tell me, for students to be able to independently put on their jackets and open package snacks on their own. Of course, this is not a deal breaker for school readiness, but it is something just to start practicing with your four or young five-year-old when preparing for independence at school. Number three, can your child use the bathroom independently? Most children develop the ability to use the toilet on their own around age three years old. Many children diagnosed with autism, ADHD, anxiety, or sensory processing differences need extra time to develop autonomy in the bathroom for several reasons. Some children do not yet feel their internal body signals sent from their bladder to their brain. This is called interoception. And they need to learn toileting within a routine until they develop that independence of feeling their body signals and their brain knowing when to go. This takes time and support from a trusted adult to practice. Some children experience sensory overwhelm with toilets and echoey bathrooms, and they're also needing more experience mastering toileting in a variety of bathrooms outside the home. So independence in toileting is also not a deal breaker. Many things kindergarten teachers adapt to and help children learn, but it's something for parents to consider if it raises your child's anxiety considerably. Okay, number four, can your child follow a routine? Most children and humans are less anxious and more engaged when following a routine. This is why so many parents say, why is my kid so well behaved at school and has meltdowns at home? Many children, quote unquote, leave it all on the field during the school day and are exhausted once they get home. The other difference between home and school is routines. Classrooms generally run with the same schedule every day. This is comforting to children and necessary for kindergarten teachers to keep everyone emotionally regulated and feeling safe. Children who attend preschool have experience following a routine, but if your child struggles with transitions, this might be a reason you consider another year of practice for them. Children also might just need some support with routines, including visual schedules, and social stories to help them understand the why behind the schedule. Why are we going at this time? Why are we ending this activity early, for instance? Okay, number five. How well does your child wait? Okay, let's be honest. No five-year-old is good at waiting. Don't worry. All kindergarten teachers know this. But what happens when they're asked to wait? Are they able to be given a job to do something while they wait? Do they just need to do a little wiggle dance while they wait in line? Or does their nervous system become so overwhelmed when asked to wait that they become a puddle of emotions on the floor? The ability to wait depends on lots of different skills, including impulse control, delayed gratification, and the understanding of time. Think about when your child has needed to wait and what helps them wait, and share all these ideas with teachers as they're getting to know them. All right, number six, how does your child ask for help? All children need help. Around the age of two years old, children begin expressing their distress with tantrums when they are in overwhelm, which gets the adult's attention, and then the adult comes over and helps them. A major milestone development for all children in preschool is the ability to experience frustration, notice it, know what they need, so that's problem solving, and then either seek out a helper or try again on their own. Some children need visual plans to ask for help or calming corners to retreat to when they experience their feelings before they solve anything. So while all children need help, not all of them will know how to get it without pushing someone or throwing something or hiding under a table first. So we have to teach them what to do. Some children benefit from extra time practicing these skills before kindergarten. Okay, number seven. What does your child do when they are frustrated? Related to the need for help, how does your child express frustration? Are they physical every time their needs aren't met? Or are they verbally angry? The highest state of emotional dysregulation is when we go into fight, where we hit, flight, where we run or hide, or fawn, where we give up or go limp. So we've all seen our kids go limp every now and then, right? That's called fawn. So with time and supportive limit setting, children learn to control their bodies when they're upset by not getting their way. But they may not control their words. So one step less intense than physical aggression is verbal aggression, such as arguing, negotiating, or name-calling. The ultimate goal is to help children use self-control when they feel frustration so no one's body or feelings get hurt. In order to support the development of these skills, though, we must teach children how to use that calming space, provide co-regulation, validate their feelings, and then problem solve together. Some children have mastered the self-regulation milestone by age five, but many children with a diagnosis of autism, ADHD, or anxiety have not. It's important to talk through behavior patterns and emotional triggers with your child's preschool teacher and your child's support team to determine the level of help or support your child might need when expressing frustration in a group classroom like kindergarten. So the bottom line is... If only one or two of these things are currently challenging for your child and they're ready for kindergarten in other ways, supportive accommodations can often be made through a 504 plan or an IEP. However, if you feel your child would benefit from time to mature in many of these areas, you might be considering another year of preschool. If your child has recently been diagnosed with autism, ADHD, anxiety, or sensory processing differences, Kindergarten is just one of many decisions you're making right now. Be sure to talk openly with your child's preschool teachers or care team, including their occupational therapist, speech-language pathologist, or any play therapists. These professionals work with lots of four- and five-year-olds, and they will have an opinion for you. That said... This is still a really hard decision, and I want to leave you with confidence. You are going to make the right decision because you're the one who knows the most about your child. If you want to learn more about parenting your neurodivergent child, listen in for more information on my upcoming parenting course, Parenting on Your Own Path. This has been Learn with Dr. Emily at the Podcast. For more resources, including both parent, teacher, and school resources, visit LearnwithDoctorEmily.com or read my substack at learnwithdoctoremily.substack.com. Also, we are publishing this podcast weekly, so make sure you're subscribed by pressing the plus, follow, or subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using right now. This podcast is edited by EarFluence. All information discussed on this podcast is for educational purposes only. If you have immediate concerns about your child, please reach out to a mental health or medical professional. I'm Dr. Emily King, and we will keep learning together next week.